You know how people are like, how's the serenity? Yeah. Today it's, how's the salinity? Yep, all that salinity. Lots and lots of salinity. Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode, what are we, seven yes. of Controllers and Couches. Oh yeah, fun and games all around. Today we are drinking a massive amount of water and I also made a banana rum smoothie. Yep. So that's us. I'm just gonna put this in the sink before uh, I drop it. Dehydration and you know, these days in this kind of climate when it's summer, you don't want to be getting dehydration because it's bad, but it makes you tired and I'm tired. So yeah. Can we also talk about how summer is over in less than 48 hours? Yeah. So why are we still 36 degrees when you know? I think it's because you know the weather is stupid. That is why. Can confirm. So, how are you this week, sir? Besides dehydrated. Uh, you know, work's been pretty busy, so pretty much just a case of you know resetting and then going back, s- slaving away. Yep, starting fresh again. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much just yeah. You're dead tired. You're yeah, I'm, I'm wrecked. I've... We didn't get to bed till about four o'clock this morning. And then we got up at around 10, so... Yeah, so... <laughs> you look so much like Daenerys <laughs> when you yawn like that. Oh, yawning. No, I've, I've been... Same, same. You're a little worried that your computer's... <laughs> yeah. Doing weird things. Doing you decided shit. to um, cover up your webcam, have you? Yeah. So, I'm going to see how it goes. Just, um... Yeah. Hello, ASIO. we're gonna be talking about easier today should be fun yeah um on your bookish front how are you doing yeah good i um read two chapters of artemis so are you three quarters through have you been using goodreads this is a question i have no i haven't been can you use goodreads that way i don't need to ask you these questions sure i can keep an eye on you and because we're friends on goodreads we i made you an account but yeah but you're enjoying it? Are you like three quarters through, would you estimate? Halfway through. Oh, only? Yep. Disappointing. I keep getting um, interrupted. Well, you are only reading at work, so. Yep. Um, I finished the selection series. Nice. Books four and five. Um, and also The Siren, or by Kira Cass. I give the selection series two stars. Each book individually two stars, except for the one which I gave three stars. But The Siren, which is a separate book to the selection series, yeah. I gave five stars. It's like a more Twilight version for mermaids, but they're not mermaids. They're sirens, but they're not mermaids. Yeah. But I liked it. We actually saw that trailer. For... The Siren, the TV show that's coming out on Freeform on the 30th of So is of it March. a movie or is it... No, it's a TV show. You know the guy um, in the fifth wave, yeah. the sniper alien kid. Yeah, he's the love interest slash marine biologist in mm. this. See, because I'm thinking I might do some. I have to finish an editing project. I have to do some like update the editing and actually do some more. But there's some really good trailers coming out. Yeah, I think it's coming out on Good Friday. Mm. I think 30th of March is Good Friday. But yeah, I also finished Outlander, like book one in the Outlander book series. Yeah, that four uh, by Diana Gabaldon. And yep. that four out of five stars. Um, obviously, it's a lot more informative than the TV show, and you understand why things are going down the way they are in the TV show when you read the book. So, yep. yay! But apart from that, um, we've just been marathoning Archer. 
shitloads of Archer. We're half, three quarters of our way through Archer Vice. Yeah. Which is season five. It's it's just getting twisted. It's hilarious. So we Welcome are... Welcome to Cuba. So we're loving Columbia. it. Welcome and to Columbia. And to... Um, we thought that in spirit of our current Archer Marathon, we would complete the Which Archer Character Are You BuzzFeed quiz. Now, personally, I am going for Lana, but we shall see. As long as I don't get Mallory, I'll be happy. Who do you want to be? Oh, sugar! Who dropped what? That was me. Um, so... Yeah, so which archer character are you? Am I? Am I? I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably going to end up as Kruger. <laughs> Kruger. Or archer. Not Kruger. 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 It's Kruger. Kruger. Yeah, I know, I know. Kruger right. or archer. So, what's your biggest flaw? Trust issues, wandering eye, easily manipulated, drugs, alcohol, occasional insanity, emotional eating, mummy issues, problems with authority. Trust issues, I don't do drugs, don't do alcohol, I don't check people out, I don't do manipulation, I'm not I'm crazy all the time, I don't have problems with authority, I don't have mummy issues, and I don't do emotional eating, so trust issues for me. What about you? Uh occasional insanity. Again, if you're insane all the time, how's it? Mm-hmm. True. Okay, so you're going undercover. Pick a disguise. We've got a nun who's smoking. Yep, um a clown costume. It's not a clown costume. Yeah, that's a clown. That's a hitchhiker. Yeah, but it a looks 1950s like... A 1950s hitchhiker. But it looks like with a... With his handkerchief tied around a stick. But he's got the clown face. He's got the clown No, hat. he looks more like Santa. A pair of sunglasses, aviators. Yep. Um, a bald patch with a guy in a business suit. Yep. A priest. Yep. A concierge. Concierge. A guy who's wearing ostrich as legs. Yep. A chick wearing sunglasses in lingerie with a head... Beanie? Or just a bikini. I'm gonna go for sunglasses because that's all I can be bothered with. Um. Hmm. Let's see. Do I go the clown? It's not a clown. Hitchhiker. The guy going as like dressed up as a, a guy riding an ostrich. Yeah, go for that. Yeah, the guy dressed up as an ostrich. Um, Okay. Uh, What's your ideal first date? Sex minus the date. Drinks, you choose the place. Anime PB&Js. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Vegas show and a quick bite. Quick in the office closet. Dinner in a burning building. Steaks and drag racing. (laughs) Drinks and dinner at a ski lodge. Red carpet film premiere. Let's go steaks and drag racing. I'm going to get anime PB&Js. Alright. How do you take out the bad guy? Cock your old timey revolver. Crunch some numbers. Gadgets. For fist fight. Make someone else do it. Assassin skill. <laughs> Be crazier than them. Be a badass, obviously. Intelligence and sexuality. I'm going to go for assassin skill. Mm, I'm going to go... It's a combination between be crazier than them or gadgets. No, if you're crazy, you don't need gadgets, do you? True. Unless you're John Vick with a pencil. Yeah, so maybe... Maybe gadgets. 
Inspector Gadget. Or do I go crazy? Well, you already did crazy earlier, so you can't be double crazy. Yeah, so, okay, gadgets. Pick your office romance. We have here... Archer? That's not Archer. I know. That's his, um... That's Cyril Figgis. Cyril Figgis. Then we've got some... Yeah, random that, KBG guy. No, no, that's not KGB guy. That's, um... Uh, Krieger. No, 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 that's not Krieger. It's, um... Wolfhouse's, uh, pilot buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we know who we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. All right, who are you talking about? Then we've got um, Katia. Katia. Then we've got the KG old KGB head. Then we got Cheryl slash Crystal. Then Evil Barry. Oh, oh no, that's Good Barry. Yeah, it's Good Barry. It's Good Barry. Lana Krieger or Archer. I'm gonna go with. Oh no, no, no. shit! I'm gonna go with Archer. Or do I want Barry? I don't know. Shit. Go Archer. How about um, you? Oh, it's a toss up between Katya and Lana. Well, you don't have to have a heterosexual relationship. You can be with whoever you want. Cyborg. Yeah, true. Yeah, Cyborg. Okay. Go Cyborg. Now, that's how you get piggly. That's how you get addicted to sex. That's how you get high. That's how you get ahead in life. That's how you get ants. That's how you get robotic legs. That's how you get sploosh. That's how you get sent to a mental hospital for 10 months. Or that's how you get laid. I'm going to go for ants. Ants? That's, that's how, how you, you get... get ants. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. That's how you get piggly. Only because that episode was absolutely hilarious. That's with the radioactive pigs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Then you get some to eat the bodies. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Um, it's lunchtime. What are you craving? Uh, are you craving chocolate strawberries? Um, looks Raw like... mince with an egg on top. Yep. Uh, looks like... It's a beef stew. Yep, beef stew. Um, it's like a chicken tortilla. Yeah, tortilla. Uh, that scotch. looks like scotch on the rocks. Stir fry. Stir fry. Um, looks Caesar like salad. Caesar Deconstructed salad. Caesar salad. Then you've got... Oh, this is... Um, Something eggs. That's um, coddled eggs. eggs. Yeah. Coddled eggs and, and glue. glue. I'm going to go for the tortilla wrap thing in my bobby pocket. Because that's actually what I kind of eat for lunch, except more in wrap form. Danger zone! Danger zone! Idiot. So mm. let's yep. see. I think I'm... Seriously, you're in it. Ha! Whatever. Yes, sir. I will not respond. I'm going to go, yep. I'm going to go, yep. Oh, there's the... You're, like... you're fucking joking. Oh, I got Pam. You got Pam? I haven't finished yet. Um... Hmm. Damn, maybe I should have gone for Barry. You got Archer? You I got, got Krieger. Krieger. <laughs> so, you're an interesting mix of intelligence, curiosity, and immorality. So, let's see what happens if I go you for march Barry. to the beat of your of... own drum. The sound of two robots fighting to the death. And you're always open-minded when it comes to experimentation of all kinds. You're not much of a people person, despite your natural charisma, and need lots of alone time. You're also extremely brilliant and would make any awesome... Oh, yeah, make an awesome supervillain. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Dr. Krieger. 
I'm just going to see what happens if I select Barry instead of Archer. If I select Barry instead of Archer, mm -hmm. I get Lana. Sweet. But I got Pam, so I'm Pam. The Pam's pretty badass. I'm not a cokehead. No, no, no. I'm very anti-drug. But just remember, without the cocaine as well, she's still a badass. She can cage fight, <laughs> you know. I <laughs> just need a massive back tap. Mm. All right. Now, let's launch into our normally scheduled programming. Yes. First up, we need to talk about a retarded Australian tourist who the New York, New York Department of Health is now issuing a warning saying that this Aussie has gone to New York and they've actually released his, um, or like, not orientation, what's the word? What's the word um, when you go on a holiday and they're like, oh, yeah, these are the places that you go. Not a schedule. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he's not a travel guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... What's this word? Yeah. It's, uh, the, um... You know what I mean, yeah? It's like yeah, when yeah, you yeah. book a holiday and they plan it out. It's not a schedule. It's, it's a... not an... Uh, I'm sorry. Anyway, so this guy, he's gone around. I, I think it's a guy because some reports have said that it's a guy. But obviously unimmunized and he's gone ahead and, um, you know, part, he's, people are worried because he's gone to... Between February 16th and February 21st, he's gone to... Uh, La Quinta Inn, he's gone to Oasis Bible Tours at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, Watchtower Education Centre, Best Western Hotel, Comfort Inn and Suites in Goshen, Middletown, Excel Urgent Care, I wonder why he went to Urgent Care, Yeah. you know, Orange Regional Medical Centre, so that's when things started getting downhill, but, you know, get your measles, mumps and rubella done, everyone, please, immunise your kids, Herd immunity, unless your poor babies are too young to get, you know, um, the the vaccine, or if you are already immunocompromised. Yeah. But herd immunity, but it's just imagine that. Normally, it's people coming into Australia, getting Australian, but like domestic. Yeah. People. So. Think, what do you do? The bad thing about this, though, is if you're. Okay, so for instance, if you're immune to it, you're you're fine. However, if you can't have if it, if you're not immune to it, you're stuck. People around a person who has measles are ninety percent like there's a ninety percent. It is currently the most infectious. Yep. Um, infectious disease that we have, and it can live up to two hours in an airspace. Yeah. So you think about it, you get on a plane because it's airborne. You get in a plane. You, you you're sneeze, just incubating. You, like you've got everyone on that plane sick. It's it's basically someone's just done the real life version of pandemic. Mm. Literally. Yeah. I love that app. Um, also, I didn't like that. I also read a story this morning um, about how there's this doctor and a few other doctors have been caught up, but they're only half dosing the vaccines to kids. They're not full dosing. Why? Because they're running out of vaccines. Oh, great. So they so... want to charge for a full and have people come through. But they think it's cheaper. And that's the exact same thing as giving a person half a course of antibiotics. Exactly. It's, it's not going to so work. So it's just, come on, people, get it together. Because measles is, you know... It's a terrible... Terrible, terrible yeah. uh, 
illness. And, you know, it was first, you know, I suppose before the, like the, the pre vaccine era that was back in the 19th well sorry ninth century yeah and the guy who like i can't remember what was his name kept oh, the guy who actually made the first vaccine and he like his child was dying from measles and he took it a sample from something and... yeah uh, francis home yeah was a scottish physician um that was 1757 um, mm. And basically, he co- he found the or showed that measles is caused by an infectious agent in the blood of the patients. Yeah, and so, then some guy called was it Hillman? I think so. Who made the vaccine? But I don't think he patented it because he wanted people to be able to afford their health. Well, there was also 1954. John F. Enders and Dr. Thomas C. Peebles they collected the samples of um, of ill students um, during a measles outbreak in Boston. Um, in Massachusetts and then what they wanted to do was they wanted to isolate the virus in in the blood and create a vaccine and they successfully um, succeeded in isolating um, measles in a 13 year old um, boy yeah so they've been calling them in 1963 uh, John Enders and colleagues um, then were able to demonstrate that the the Edmundston well, yeah, the B strain of the measles virus um, could be used as a vaccine and it was licensed to the United States and in 1968 um, they basically improved it um, by um, and that was done by Morris Hillman yeah and then we've actually knocked out one strain of it so that strain's no longer yeah and that was in 1978 so but the sad thing is this is like it's the oh, sorry, most. It's the most deadly disease we have at the moment. Yeah. But it is also preventable. Mm-hmm. And instead of people fucking investing in global community and people who have the freaking means to help people in rural and remote areas around the world, yeah. we can wipe this out. And, and we'll, no one will ever have to worry about it ever again. Well, it's technically, in two thousand, um, America. Eradicated. Eradicated. And now it's back again because of Australia. Yeah, I know. I just... These fucking... Look. These fucking eastern suburbs... Vegan, holistic, in quotation marks, mothers. They're really... I don't understand. I mean, okay. You're vegan. That's your choice. Good for you. But at the end of the day, as much as you want to eat healthy, that is not going to prevent you from catching a virus. You know? I actually had to explain to... Sorry, I have to cough. (coughs) Sorry, I'm disgusting. I actually had to to explain to someone the fact that you can get... Because she's like, oh, if you eat vegan, you know, she was giving me shit about my weight. And I'm like, look, my weight isn't because I'm out eating fried chicken every night. My weight is because I live a life where I have to fucking study. Yeah. I don't have time to sit there and freaking exercise, or if I do, I blah, blah, blah. So what's your next point? Well, you do powerlifting. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, but, you know, you're less likely to eat contaminated foods if you're eating vegan. And I said, are you raw vegan? Or, you know, are you raw vegan? Or are you kind of like raw till a certain time? She's like, oh, no, no, I'm fully raw. And I said, well, technically, you have a bigger chance of getting ill than I do. Because in no way, shape or form, 
are you treating what you're eating? And she goes, what do you mean? And I said, do you wash your fruits, veggies before you eat them? She goes, no. I buy like this and that. And it's like, well, look at some salads and spinach. And I prefer prefer to buy the spinach because not only is it cheaper than buying an El Cheapo busted ass head of lettuce, but it's healthier. It lasts longer and you get more volume from it and also more bang for your buck. Yeah. So I said to her, I buy personally the spinach, the raw, you know, spinach that's like $5 for however, 500 grams yeah, something or something like, like that for Coles, from Coles or Woolies. And I said to her, that we have salmonella or E. coli outbreaks all the time mm. because of the dirt. Yeah. That's where it is. It's your manure. Yep. And she's like, oh no, you know, even if you eat organic, it don't, they don't have manure. No, no, no. Manure is the main driver of organic produce because where else are you going to get the nitrogen from? Yeah. And a lot of people don't get it that you need bacteria to do this. So, and a lot of people, I mean, I've had people come into or to ask me if there's such a thing as bacteria free yogurt. Now, if anyone is looking for bacteria free yogurt, it's just get tofu. Get tofu. Um, it's it's a lot less complicating on the people around you um, because you need bacteria to convert. If you're eating, if you're buying yogurt that says live culture. Yeah. You kind of go, it has yeah. bacteria in it. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't think people understand. I don't think people... People are a lot nowadays less likely, depending on the age group and stuff, they've either been buying it for so long that they don't know what's in it, or they just go, this is what I want, I don't care. People don't really, no. you know, they just assume that the supermarkets are taking care of it. But I don't know. Talking about supermarkets and other stores taking care of it, I actually read this article. Um, literally, I saw the press because I follow Johns Hopkins on Facebook and Twitter, and I saw this announcement come up, and I, I knew that it would back. Like I thought it would have back up some of the other stuff we were talking about when we were talking about e-cigarettes. So basically, this um, Johns Hopkins looked at fifty-six people who use e-cigarettes. They looked at both the person themselves. They looked at the, um, I don't even know what you call it, but the liquid that they use to diffuse. I'm going to use the word diffuse. Well, I was going to say the nicotine solution. Yeah, and then the actual machine itself. I'll and call the it the machine. filament. Yeah, that's the word. So in this study, these people were exposed to dangerous levels of chromium, manganese, and nickel. And all of these we already know are linked to like liver cancer, cardiovascular cancer, brain cancer, and sorry, cardiovascular disease. Yeah, yeah. Brain cancer, you know, and it's just so we already have this established cause effect link. So the source of the metals was the coils, which is the part that actually heats up the liquid forming the vapor. And it's like, of course, it's like you're sniffing, snorting a battery. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? You're putting a battery... If I put a battery in water and then had that glass of water, I'm going to get exposed to nickel and all that other shit too. Also, interesting fact with nickel toxicity, uh, basically it causes essential metal imbalances. Yeah. Because what it can do is also disrupt enzyme... um, That's why some people are so allergic to nickel jewellery. I'm one of those people. And my uncle's the same. When he used to wear this one bracelet till his skin literally turned green... With infection, you'd be like, dude, you need to get that off. Let alone delivering that straight to your lungs. So basically what the... Okay. It's straight inhaling. So and basically... So straight into your blood. So they're essentially inhaling these transition metals. Yeah. 
plus nicotine, which is highly yeah. addictive. You think about it, you screw up the dose. Yeah, and the nicotine already is going to make all your blood vessels dilate. Yeah. That means that everything, if it's they're small ions, they're just going to leak through all so your capillaries. So you all this vasodilation. Yeah, and that's just forcing more of these yeah. ions to go into your bloodstream and, and your body. And you're inducing um, like an excessively high amount of oxidative stress. And we know what happens with oxidative stress. Yeah, that's not good. Not good at all. So, yeah, that's... Uh... So, guys, please... Go to your GPs, get a friend, get a buddy, hold them accountable, get them to hold you accountable. If you're doing it for a short amount of time and you're being safe, do it. Keep out a lookout for, what do they call those shits? Essential oils. Yeah. Same thing with candles. But if you've got pets, you need to be extra special careful. And just don't, don't do it. Don't burn essence. You don't need that shit in your life. It's just, but I mean... There's some people who are hardcore at it, other people who aren't. I mean, at the end of the day, people are going to do, do what, what makes them happy. happy. So at the end of the day, if you're doing what you do to make you happy and it's... Healthy, safe. For you, not a, but the thing is, it's not only you. There are other people around you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. So I, I don't know. It's a very... Fine line. It's, it's a fine line. And it's a very touchy subject because you find... Uh, I don't know about you, but... Personally, I don't think that me having a cup of tea is going to realign my chakras. Actually, there are teas that can realign your chakras, allegedly. Well, I'll tell you what. There are, stone, there are like crystals, in quotation marks, that you can put in your tea that are going to charge your tea, your, tea, your water, whatever drink you're drinking. I guarantee so that you align your chakras. That if I stood out in the middle of the landslide, <laughs> in a full moon, it would not realign my chakras. Well, yeah, because you, you you need to charge your crystals in the full moon. Look, there is no way I'm going to put a metal object into a power socket and charge my chakras. That's not how you charge your chakras. Look, at the end of the day, I think crystals are pretty. Do I think they contain any holistic or naturopathic or magical properties? No. Not so much. No. Remember those little fit bands that people used to have to realize The balance bands. Magnetic... And they got every Australian Olympian and athlete on them. Oh. Lol, Andrew Bogut. I mean, and the then... amount of people that I know that got them and were paying like 150 200 yes. bucks for these little things. People bag us for having Fitbits. At the end of the day, when, you know... We're not, you know, realigning our, you know, carbon structures or our decreasing the level of methylation and signal polarity you know it's just a case of i want to see how far i've walked potentially how far i've moved i just want to you know see how far i've walked see how much i've moved yeah compare it so that way i get a tally of when i'm active when i'm least active so i can hold myself a bit more accountable it helps in terms of getting me to move so i'm not just sitting down so i'm like oh okay you know i need to go for stand up you know i need to stand up i need to go for a bit of a walk this is how i slept last night and, you know, I think it's obviously not completely entirely accurate. The best way you're going to know that information is if you actually put a cathode or an electrode in your bloodstream and you carotid. Yeah. And taped it to yourself and you did what you were doing and recorded it in vivo. Is that the word? Yep. But it's a fucking watch. It's a fucking watch. It estimates how many steps I've walked. It tells me to wake up if I want to set a fucking alarm. 
And he tells me my heart rate through infrared. And everyone was telling me, oh, you should get one, you should get one, oh, you should get one. And then when it all became came out that it was bogus and I was laughing, everyone just told me to shut up. It's like, you know, that I didn't know people anything. Understand. I mean, okay, people want... Okay, they say, look, there's this little magnetic band. As we know, we've got an N27 magnet that we were discussing about <laughs> in a previous post. This thing, if this thing doesn't even relight, honestly... <laughs> I don't know. But it also... Remember in the 40s, 50s and 60s? I know my dad's parents had them. Those copper bands? Yeah. That they said did the same thing and they pulled the toxins out of your body? Yeah, and the amount of people that you see walking around with them. It's... Yeah. (laughs) I I believe the correct term is gullible. I don't know. I think people will do whatever they think they're That makes them... Makes them happy. They'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, this will help me. This will make me healthier. Whether it's a placebo thing or not. Like, if I have to pay... I paid 200 bucks to make myself feel like, oh, I have a clock now. I'm going to hold myself more accountable. I need to go exercise more regularly. Yeah. Right? So, if that's what they needed back then to be like, oh, hey, here's my copper bracelet. It's going to make me less sick. I remember um, a friend of mine who was going through... Well, didn't realise at the time, but had... A brain tumour the size of a golf ball. Oh, sure. Um, that damage. That and over have. the course of a year and a half, his doctors told him, like, you know, holistic approach. Yeah. Oh, it's all... In your head. Stop. It's a pl- they gave him placebos. Now, what happened was, he'd been documenting things, the symptoms. Like, he documented everything. everything. And then what he did when they found out, because everyone refused to do a scan. Oh, no. So he got to the point where he was getting nosebleeds. Like, we're talking five, ten times a day. That's terrible. Yeah, so he ended up um, collapsing in his workplace and ended up having to be rushed to hospital. So he went there and he got a CAT scan and basically they found this tumour. Where was it, if you don't mind me asking? Um... Probably best not to say just in case this person is listening. Okay, yep, so um, They basically... Was it more central and deep? Okay. Yep. So, essentially, if you are listening, we should catch no up. Names. No names. No names. <laughs> uh, but if you are listening... Um, I hope you're doing well. Yeah, and you need to return that movie you borrowed from me. Um, <laughs> it's only been since 2006, but I still know you You borrowed it. So, um, and yeah, hope the golf, uh, golf game is going well. Uh, so essentially, yeah. So what did he do? Did he sue? I hope yeah, he bloody sued. sued. He sued for the negligence. That's so bullshit. yeah. So I'm not gonna yeah, of course. give any more than that. Yep. But it paints a picture of doctors just saying you're faking it. You don't know what you're yes. talking about. You just googled. So that's a big thing. So um, when you get placebos for something, placebo sure. If they exacerbate if the problem is ga- exacerbates though and you're still on a placebo that's when a good doctor should go oh hang but on you should never be on a placebo for a fucking tumor for any cancer no. of any kind for any actual dehabilitating disorder whether it be a mental illness a physical illness anything you know if it's like oh stephanie you're going to be on a placebo to um lose weight you know or vitamin c yeah. or i don't know something that'd be like those like freaking memory pills the nature's own memory pills. That's a fucking placebo. If I'm going to take spend fifteen dollars getting it on, you know, the clearances that they do before every exam period. Yeah. yeah. Get thirty pills. Take one a day and be like, oh my god, my omega three is through the roof. Oh my god, I'm retaining so much more information. I got my B two and A. 
Yeah. I'd fucking do that. Yeah. But if it's here to treat an actual debilitating no. illness... You hear no. people saying, you know, I can treat like a, a broken leg with vitamin C. You're an idiot. That's an not idiot. how it works. I'm sorry. Just. I don't know. That's like, you know, doing CPR for a gunshot wound to the head. If there's a, you just compress it, right? And you just pack it in and you put pressure on the head. That's all you can do, yeah? Um, the way I see it, if someone's just been shot in the head, you just... there, there's not much you can do. Think of it this way. Someone gets a gunshot to the head, you check for breathing, you check for a pulse. That's you pretty... just put pressure on the wound. To that, keep... that, that's all you can do. There's well, not see, much... But if you see brain matter, unfortunately, that's it. Unfortunately, that's the point where you just kind of go, there's, uh, nothing. there's nothing you can do. Yeah. yeah. Sad situation. Yeah. In other news, um, Earth had another spectator yeah. this week. There was another asteroid that was travelling past Earth. This time it was called 2018 DU. It was 1,000 and no, 100, 175,000 kilometres away from Earth. It was 10 metres wide though, so it was kind of tiny but kind of big. And it was travelling at a speed of, get this, 4.6 kilometres per, spe- per second. Sonic and the Flash would be jealous. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was moving so fast that the virtual telescope project in Rome only picked it up 48 hours before it hit, like, not hit us, but like before we could pick it up. <laughs> wow. Um, and it's the 17th rocket to... F- rocket. I'm going to call... I called it rocket because I was like, oh my God, it's travelling 4.6 kilometres an hour. But it's the 17th asteroid to fly past us this year so far. And there is a lot of flybys. You know, one of these days... I mean, if something big enough goes... I, I saw my first ever... Um, what do they call it? Shooting star. When we were looking for that red blood moon thing a couple of months the, ago. The blue moon. Yeah, super blood moon. Yeah. And I went out. You were at work, but I did it on thir- Thursday, maybe last week. I can't remember. But it said that the International Space Station was going to be highest above us at nine thirty p.m. So I set my alarm for nine twenty-five. Went outside. And it wasn't there yet. Like, it was still 15 degrees away from where I was visible. Like, where it would be visible for me. Went to the toilet, went out, and then there were clouds and I couldn't see it. And I was devastated and I slammed the door and I was like, I'm over this. So I deleted the app. So you're fed up with the app? No, I'm just fed up with not never being able to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly it crash lands in the backyard. No, they've actually... um, The America's pulling out of the International Space Station. Why? Because they want to fund more Mars projects. They think... Trump thinks that the ISS is dead, dead project, and he actually wants Russia or China to buy us out. Oh, not us out, but buy America out. Of the ISS? Yeah. But uh, wouldn't that mean that... Hmm. Is Is that like a potential conspiracy right there? I don't know, but this is a legit thing. Yeah. It's a statement that came out of... Because um, he's not interested in science. He, you know... Can you stop picking your nails? Sorry. <laughs> dirt. 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 This is a segment that I'm going to call Thirsty with a question mark. <laughs> I do not know about this, but apparently India has a space mission. Has space missions. Um, their first mission to the moon, it's called Chandra... Sorry, let me pronounce this properly, so... Chandrayaan 1 
and NASA's Lunar Recon- uh, Reconnaissance Orbiter, they found evidence that water on the moon is distributed across its lunar surface, so it's not limited to a specific environment, so being like really terraneous or a crater or anything like that. So it's even across the surface of the moon. And it's not it's present during both day and night, so it's not dependent upon the sun. Um, and I wanted to find out what Chandrayaan meant. It's actually Sanskrit, and it means observer of the moon. Oh, well, there you go. That's cool. So, yeah. Apparently, they already have their second mission lined up in 2018. But um, I didn't find any information about that. But I didn't know that they had, like, a space mission. So, good on them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. They're sending tea to the moon. What? Oh, that wasn't... That, that was being nice. That was just, you know, they're taking tea to the moon. Imagine that. <laughs> They, now they can have a cup of tea and a cheese and a biscuit on the moon. Wallace and Gromit would be proud. Cup of tea and a biscuit. Cup of tea. Cheese, Gromit. Cheese. So. Okay, so um, I was perusing through I Fucking Love Science at 3am this morning, like a normal human being. Give you up. As you do, you know. And I was reading that there's this species of deep, deep sea shark in the Atlantic Ocean, and if anyone knows me, I'm terrified of, you know, I'm not terrified of swimming, I love swimming, but the things, we don't know anything about the ocean, okay? The things we know about the ocean, I can fit into a teaspoon. They basically scratch the surface. So, the fact is, I'm scared of sharks, and I thought, hey, let's self-sabotage and read this story, and it turns out that there's this species of deep-sea Atlantic shark called Big Eye Six Gill, because, you know, it's got big eyes, it's got six gills, we're all about creative names in ecology and conservation, so let's just call it Big Eye Six Gill, but the actual scientific name is Hexachus Nakamurai. And it turns out that it's not a single species anymore, that it's actually diverged, which means that there's enough of a statistical difference between the two of them on the DNA level, um, which obviously will alter the molecular level, which will obviously alter phenotype. But now we only describe things on the DNA level because yeah. DNA is the fabric of life. And so they're now no longer considered the same species um, they looked at 1,310 base pairs of two mitochondrial genes, and I couldn't find that, I'm sorry, in the actual press release. I'll have to look a bit more into that. But they found a 7.037% sequence divergence. And in other um, species of shark, as much as a 6% divergence is enough to separate species. Or in other um, genus, genome Craig Venter would get a kick out of that. Yeah. So this proposed genus of sharks, so now that we're proposing that the six eye, six, big eye six gill, gill is a genus, they're saying that they, this genus of sharks can grow up to 7.9 metres, but it's near threatened. But they're saying that they think, obviously, because it's a deep sea shark, they're a lot more than what we're aware of. Yeah. And because they have such a wide distribution... But because we haven't, we not us specifically, but because the researchers haven't seen that many of them, the population that we're aware of classes them as near threatened. So, mm, that's very cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that the number of gills varied, but that actually makes sense because you think the bigger you are, the more gills you need because you'd need more um, oxygen exchange. Yeah, through water. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Passing through the gill. Oh, the okay, now this. This one, I went into a deep dark hole. 
Yeah, yeah. Right? And I was looking at contracts. I was looking at past owners. I was looking at conspiracies of, like, these big businessmen. But remember how we were watching MKR last week? You and I were watching it last Tuesday. Yep. And that stupid fucking Coles advertisement with Sally Fieldman, who's the hurdler, and Usain Bolt was there. And I looked at you and I said, this is the millionth time I've seen this advertisement in the month and a half that MKR has been on. Why is Usain Bolt on my television promoting Australian schools sports through Coles, which is an Australian quotation marks company? Yep. So I was watching it and I kept asking myself, why is this happening? So it turns out that Usain Bolt's Nitro Athletics team needed a backer. Yeah, yeah. Enter Kerry Stokes. He's an Australian billionaire and business mogul. And he paid him a million dollars, Australian dollars, that he disclosed to entice him to bring himself and this athletics thing to yep. Australia. So this guy um, is Kerry Stokes. He actually owns Channel 7 and they call him like the shark yep. of Australian business. And obviously Channel 7 are the people who air the Olympics and they're the ones that are saying, come on guys, we need to support the Olympics. Olympics, Olympics, let's put it on prime time. You know, Olympics. Yep. More views, Olympics. Because recently the with everyone moving to pay TV, you know, pay TV or streaming, people aren't necessarily interested because with Twitter and everything, you can just watch it online. Yeah. Live as it's happening. So he did it because he wanted to promote not only Channel 7, but he also had... A, he used to own Optus. Yeah. So that's why he's also on the Optus commercials yeah. that plays after the Coles commercials, right? And... Coles and Optus are partners for this Nitro Athletics. Makes sense. So they've said, we'll, we'll give you this money, we'll bring you to Australia and support your tour or whatever the hell, you know, your tournament, if you come on our advertisements. Yeah. And because you've got a world champion, big bucks. He's already been stripped of. Yeah. But what do you do? So, yeah. Hmm, very cool. He's giving him a run for his money. <laughs> or their money. Or one of the two. <laughs> but when you start delving really deep into all the handshakes that go on within even Channel 9, 7, 10. 10 with the Packers. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's... um. Ooh. Yeah, this guy used to own Optus. But then he sold it to Singtel. Or did he? No, he did. So it's completely handed over. Yeah. Out. Hmm. But yeah, and also, so I was watching 60 Minutes on Sunday, like I did last week, because I forgot that MKR wasn't on a Sunday this week. And then I noticed that they were covering this con artist, I think his name was like Goran Matsevich or something like that. And basically he's this con artist who was lying to him and stifling them out of like $60,000, $70,000, $40,000 and lying about when they were going to get his money back yeah. under the pretense of he was this ASIO agent and ASIO was putting him on other missions and then his mother fell over and needed a hip replacement or ASIO is sending me over here, I need to keep your money because I'm on the middle of a mission and I can't give you your money back or blah, blah, blah. So anyway, this guy was lying 
And then he mentioned that he couldn't pay these women. Like, the money was coming, but Oztrack was um, checking the money. Like, tracking yeah. the money. It was stuck at Oztrack. And then in my head, I'm like, who the hell is Oztrack? Like, I've heard of Star Trek. Yeah. But they're a postage company. So, Oztrack, which is an acronym for the Australian Transaction Reports and Analysis Centre, sorry. They're a government financial intelligence agency with around 300 employees that monitor the financial transactions so they're a separate branch of asio that manage and make sure that every account that's ever every transaction right that that is conducted for australia or within australia they identify money laundering laundering sorry organized crime tax evasion fraud and terrorism and then it turns out that if you google austrack Right now, since August last year, they ambushed the Commonwealth Bank of Australia, or CBA, who's, who I bank with, with a 600-page statement alleging almost 54,000 breaches of um, organised crime, money laundering and tax evasion laws between 2015 and 2017. And do you know what CBA had to say about it? We didn't know you were coming, otherwise we would have... Um, you know, been a bit more prepared. You never warned us that this investigation was happening. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very dodgy. So the Commonwealth Bank of Australia is funding terrorism. Essentially, if you look at it like that, yeah. But the question then is, how much is being overlooked? How much is like? Well, when I looked through the law, the I like the actual um, they made an act these people I think it was in two, don't quote me on it I'd have to look into it a bit more but I think it was 2006 um, but when I looked into the act the idea is that every account that is opened every name of an account that is made every transaction that is put forth or executed everything is analysed within an algorithm yeah. and then specific things set off flags and then that will go to the bank manager and then if the bank manager doesn't know what's happening there, that will go to a bigger bank manager. And if they don't understand what's going on, they'll pass it on to the Reserve Bank of Australia. But for some reason, the Reserve Bank of Australia was aware. But because CBA is a separate entity, they can't go after the Reserve Bank of Australia because they're our station for money. So they're going after the Commonwealth Bank of Australia. But CBA is saying, yes, we knew what was happening with this money, but we need more information to pass on to intelligence. But Oztrack is saying, regardless, you've breached all these laws and you are not supposed to fund all these corrupt things. So, obviously, CBA is going to be fined millions upon millions of dollars for this, and it's a big deal because their stockholders are actually losing big value. On, I, I didn't have a look at the stats. I'm sorry. But also, with a drop like that, that would also increase interest rates to make up for the loss. Yes, because they'd be fining people. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's not going to be fun. No. So, yeah. Also, on the topic of freezing assets, um, about a month ago, uh, some fighter pilots in a growler fighter suffered major frostbite and also basically flying blind after the uh, cockpit iced over. Um, Apparently, 
Well, basically, the crew of a, an EA 18G Growler um, electronic attack jet were on a routine mission last month. And basically, what happened was the temperature in the cockpit dropped, dropped because the regulation system failed. abruptly failed. So, essentially, what would normally happen is the, the cockpit would pressurize, and basically, it's, it's called the aircraft's environmental control system or ECS and this keeps the cockpit to a you know at a comfortable yeah, it temperature keeps it also a, a same stable pressurized kind of environment. Yeah. yeah so essentially what happened mean. is um, the EC, ECS failed the temps dropped below freezing levels and then what happened was mist was pumped into the aircraft and as we know when you combine water vapor and ice cold temperatures and electronics basically it iced over all the electronics the window everything and the combination of the water vapor and the electronics doesn't go well so these pilots weren't able to see outside the aircraft yeah, and then couldn't read they their can't gauges. even look at their electronic systems Nothing. because they can't so see it you are literally flying, flying blind. blind so on what two they, levels yeah and so what they ended up doing was um they yeah they, they had to abort the flight to china lake um, and had to turn on their oxygen, or their onboard oxygen, um, because due to a, a loss of cabin pressure, there's also a loss in oxygen. And then they would have passed out. Yeah. So um, essentially, they were lucky enough um, that they had Garmin smartwatches. Fitbits, well, it's not Fitbits, no. but smartwatches for the win. Yeah, and the Navy air controllers um, basically flew them blind, or basically read all the information to and them. Said, go this, do this. Yeah, and then. They would die once once on the ground. They um, diagnosed with severe blistering burns on hands. So that's major frostbite. Yeah. So um, yeah, one of the so the good news is um, the one of the air crew was back on flight status, and the second one is on a tractor for recovery. So yeah, it's um, you know interesting to see what happens when you get oxygen and ECS. So. Uh, you know, there's recent things where you get prop-driven trainer aircraft and F-18 Hornets and F-22 Raptors. So any... The, the, you think about it. Say, for instance, you've got... Say, okay, we'll, we'll take a guess and say 50, you know, aircraft up in the air. They run off ECS. What happens if you manage to upload a virus to these aircraft to shut off the ECS? Stuffed. Imagine that during a battle. That is a massive... Yeah, but no one would know where the servers for any of this no. is, are though. You know, you'd think, at least you'd hope. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I'm not about to hack NORAD, because, yeah, you know, that's stupid. And I'm not that kind what of What is NORAD? Let me just... I hear it all the time. I have no idea what it means. I know they do the Santa Tracker. Yeah, yeah. North American Aerospace Defense Command. You'd be fucked. Yeah. Isn't the kid that allegedly is the inspiration behind Scorpio hack Norad? Yeah, supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. So, yeah, apart from knacking, you know, tracking Santa, um, and, yeah. But I just find that it used to be known as the Continental Air Defense Command. <laughs> um, so, it's gone from Conad to Norad. Norad sounds cool, though. Yeah, it does. So, um, yeah. I'm assuming they'd be pretty hard to get into, you know, for a job. So, uh, yeah, so they reckon, you know, interesting that NORAD was responsible for 9-11. What? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, actually, I've heard this because, because they, the communication went down, and if you don't know who's in your airspace, you think about it. They can't identify everything. themselves, so, so you shoot them down. Yeah, so, that's what they also said about NH three seventy. Yeah, oops. Someone went on a coffee break. What the whole command center had a barbecue, and then, well, the World Trade Center had two barbecues, maybe seven. I went again into another deep dark hole with nine eleven. And just the video footage, and everyone having the same errors, even though it's, there are hundreds of different feeds, and you know, the same exact second of footage was corrupted across hundreds of video files, or other people, their camera would pan somewhere else, and then you hear people being like, oh no, no, we heard bombs going off. All the bombs. Before the planes hit the towers, and you just, you don't know what's real anymore. It's... It's going to get mind-bogglingly uh, crazy. So, yeah. That's something you probably have to look into. But, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I also found this thing where uh, there's a bulletproof Tesla model. It's Model mm. S. And it can shield against ballistic and bio attacks. And the tagline is, this is one tough Tesla. <laughs> also, how much money are they paying in royalties to the Tesla family? For using their name. Heaps. Millions. International Armoring, the company that helped build Rezavanki's tank-like armoured SUV, has now put its protective touch on a Tesla model. So the idea is they haven't changed the appearance of the vehicle that kind of looks like a really bashed-up Ford version of an Aston Martin Vanquish, but they've added Armour Max lightweight armouring to it. And um, Elon Musk is going to buy one and he's saying that it's safe from the haters honestly I'd buy that also did you know that talking about buying things um, in July last year they um, announced or scientists announced that they could they figured out a way to um, stamp items with atomic fingerprints um, to keep like you know fake products off the market we've actually said this before I can't remember what we were looking at was it Panadol yeah or something like that where if you shone the packet to a specific light you saw this shield that we were unable to identify like not a shield but like a a, like an not an icon but this logo yeah similar to like you see on an Australian note but it wasn't that mint press note it's just I don't know. So, yeah, you can track all the fake products. Yeah, very cool. What do you do? Hmm. I was in... Do you know how hard... Like, I was looking at jobs because I'm just... I'm a week out from uni and I'm convincing myself of... Not convincing myself, but I'm just, like, reinforcing, hey, you really need to work hard this year because you have to get into honours or you have to get into masters, right? Because there are no jobs straight out of a bachelor. And I was looking at the only degree straight out of bachelor at the moment in the science and technology field that you can guarantee a job for is if you've done some sort of cybersecurity degree. And then they pay you three figures straight out of uni. Yeah. And you do like a 12-month training course with whatever company you're applying for. And then your pay goes from like, I think the lowest base one I saw was 180000 no, 108000 a year, right? That's just for 12 months. And then as soon as, you know, you providing you pass the year of training, 
you can go minimum 250,000 bucks a yeah. year. And then it doubles every year up until you get to your fifth year. And then you get, because um, it's like this startup company. And then you can possibly become a partner after five years. Yeah. And make like... Big no, bang. Seven figures. So I was kind of like, damn, I really should have done. But who thinks about this shit? Like, you know, I, I mean, don't know. Looking at some of the jobs that I was looking at, um, 100k for a post. Yes. Oh my God. I was looking at them as well. And the only thing I can do is science journalism. Like if I was to finish at the end of this year and say I'm done with science, all I can do is get a... You know how, like, people have med packs? Yeah. Or people have the me packs. Like, my grandmother, she's got the one in the telephone line. Yeah. And it's, like, an emergency, like, com system. Yeah. To get a new job somewhere like that, you will be paid retail amounts. Yeah. That's all it is. It's literally a medical company, but a retail job for as much as 35 bucks now. That's the highest it will go for. Yeah. And you only get, like, 30 hours a week. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, same school, do your honours, do your masters, get into a PhD, we'll pay you literally only for, we'll pay you, you know, $80,000 just for you signing your contract. Yeah. And then don't forget all your grant money and everything else coming in. Yeah. And Griffith University has so many lecturing jobs available right now. It's insane. Maybe do lecturing. But I'd have to get a PhD, honours, PhD or masters, PhD, postdoc. Yeah. And then be like, I'm fit to lecture. Woo. And I don't like Queensland weather. I'm sorry. I couldn't hot. do Brisbane. No. Too hot. Too humid. I'd vaporise. Not happening. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So anything new with you? Well, anything else you got for me today? Uh, well, we got snacks this morning. Um, and they made the menu, right? So that was oh, yeah. a bonus. Um and I love then, when you pay money and you actually get what you're paying for, as opposed to... Yeah, and I think I may have been given a triple shot cat by accident. So the caffeine... I don't understand. Like, I was sitting down. Last week when you went to get your coffee and I sat down, it was 25 minutes. Yeah. I was on my phone for two minutes and then you walked up to me and I was like, who's this man? Yeah. And the shopping centre was freaking packed today. Yeah. And the amount of people pushing around trolleys into people. I think I counted like seven people that got just cleaned up randomly. And everyone was angry. Like, everyone looked angry. Even the plants in the center of the concourse <laughs> looked angry. So, um, which reminds me, I think I should probably... I, we need to start playing zombies again. We need I'm to... over Call of Duty. I know I say this all the time. But I'm actually over it. I don't... I do not... Car. Why not? I do not car anymore. But we've also got Left 4 Dead, which is... We have so many things... And I went today, and I walked through all the JB stuff twice. Once with you, and once while I was waiting for you to get what you were getting. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going, yeah, this is cool. But I had no interest in playing it. Yeah. Uh, that's now, but in literally a week's time. You'll... I'll be like, let's go play Call of Duty. Yeah, that'll be it. Yep. <laughs> yep, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. But um, we also picked up some books today. Yeah. Let's go through them, shall we? Only three today, she says. Yeah. Like she doesn't have 7,000 other books <laughs> that she's got to read. Also, um, I did a thing where we were in the men's section at Kmart because I was looking at stuff. And men have better, the men's section have better jumpers than the girls' section. 
and they last longer and they're like better lined and I found this camo one and I was like yep you're coming home with me today but anyway today we have the book five in the expanse series by James S.A. Corey when I bought the other the other books oh they're not there they're on the other shelf in the tv room for you when I bought the other books they didn't have book five um, and book seven isn't released in this format yet, in this size, so I have to wait for that. And this one, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, um, this one's called Scales of Empire, um, Dragon Empire Trilogy, number one, by Kylie Chan. Um, yeah, so basically it, it deals with uh, dragons, and, well, not really, I don't know if they're actual dragons, but um, basically uh, Leanne Hearn... Um, which is uh, also um, across the Nightingale floor. Uh, she wrote, I had so much fun reading this. Adorable characters, seductive dragons, narcissist cats, crazy imagination and lots of wisdom. So, yeah, it looks interesting. The cover's really cool. Uh, you know, it's got this red science sort of assassin like cover. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a read of that. Looks really cool. Yeah. So, I'm going to read it too. That should be interesting. And then I also picked up one YA book, and this is a really, really, like, everyone's harping on about it this month, and it's Tempest and, Tempests and Slaughter by Tamora Pierce. Um, it's basically kind of like a young student guy. Um, he's got a gift with unlimited potential for greatness, and it card? attracts trouble, and he's got two best friends that are often overlooked, and together they basically get to go and shape their kingdom and decide who's the good person, who's the bad person, which of my two friends am I going to kill in the future because they're going to become evil. But it's book one in the new Mark Chronicles and, like I said, just brand new, straight off the press this week. I actually went in today because Sight Witch was, is, like, today's the release day of Sight Witch um, by Sarah Dunnett or something like that. But I have Truth Witch and I have Wind Witch. But yep. I figured that I'd wait a little while till a couple more books came out because yeah. I know it's another epic series. Turns out that our state isn't getting any books, so I'm going to have to go to our local store here and be like, yo, can you please order in this book for me? And it's get technically online. a novella, like it's half the size of a normal book, but it's half the price. So I figured I'd just go in to the store closest to us and say, please order this in for me. But when we went in... Uh, we obviously had a ton of points on our card and they were shitting themselves. And yeah. They're like, would you like us to use your points? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's just it's slowly dwindling down. Well, I didn't want to say to him, um, I came here because, you know, I knew I had a ton of points and um, I'm kind of poor because I just paid my health insurance. <laughs> Literally, Woo! my health insurance... Fucking booper, fucking lies again. Oh, yeah, we're going to pass on our savings to our freaking customers. I've been a customer since before I was fucking born. Since before you were born! And nothing. I'm paying the exact same amount that I had to pay freaking the whole time I've had this insurance. Well, since the last increase. And then, um, but at least I'm going to get a month in to the new because there's going to be new price increase this year yeah and i think i'm actually going to go in and say because that's what my mum's done with a ton of her insurances like her car and her house she's just gone in being like look i've been a customer of yours for such and such 
you need to do something because this yeah. is insane. So, like, my grandmother has top level hospital. She doesn't have there. She's actually that's not that's not a good example. My uncle has Booper, and he has top level hospital. So if anything happened, whatever reason, elective or necessary surgery, he doesn't have to pay anything. Nice. So he literally just walks in. But the thing is, he doesn't have... He's got the basics level of um, what I would call dental. So, like, you know, your extras where you go to the dentist, you might need to go to a chiropractor if you need your eyes checked or anything like that. The only reason why I have health insurance is for my dental. And if I needed to go to hospital for something, my basics would be covered. Yeah. Because at this point in time, I don't... But if I don't need it, I'm not planning on having children anytime within the next, like, three years. But the point being is, if I got in an accident, I have my basics covered, right? Yeah. But I wanted it for my dental and stuff, because especially in Melbourne, if you don't have health insurance, your dentist isn't going to take you in. No. And it costs hundreds of dollars. Whereas I go in with my booper, yes, I pay 300 and something bucks a quarter, but I just pay like a $20, $30 difference. But anyway, so my uncle has top level of hospital... But he's got basic level of extras, but he pays less than me because of his age. It's crazy. And it's literally a 20 something year difference between us. And he pays freaking three quarters of what I pay. Jeez. But if it was something to happen to him, he'd be fucking fine. And my grandmother's the same, but she's with, is it Medibank or now? Or is it still Medibank private? I have no idea. But she's the same. And I'm like, you guys break your teeth. You don't exactly have the best diet. Not that I'm going to talk about best diet, but these are the wogs, right? Where if the US don't want to invade your plate, it's not a good tasting meal. And I just don't understand why they don't put their dental, like their extras, See, on a higher cover. I, I work with a few people who don't don't have private health insurance, don't have health care, nothing. And when you you talk to some people and they tell you, you know, they ask you what you've got, you sort of go, wow, you know, if something was to really happen, they'd be in big, big trouble, you know. There's no going back from losing all your teeth and then not being able to, you know. Pay like, for it. obviously, it's not, um, I think I've got like middle cover for like the dentist stuff. But it's if it was an accident, it would be completely covered, blah, blah, blah. You've got a minimum that you can claim a year, blah, blah, blah. But it was just that... I don't know. You know what I mean? Pretty crazy. I just... I was always told that you're gambling with your health if you don't get health insurance. Yeah. And for a large portion of your life, yes, you're not necessarily going to need it. And my mother was like, you're a girl and, you know, you need to think about the fact that you're going to have children one day and you want to establish a repertoire with the company because if and when I got married or if and when I have children, literally as soon as I'm like with the person, oh, hey, I'm, we're looking at expanding our family, it'd be like, okay, going to Bupa, be like a year out, boost it to the maximum. And, you know, have everything from then on yeah. completely top-of-the-line health insurance, like uh, top-of-the-line hospital cover, top-of-the-line extras cover, and then just be like, hi, um, a year in? Because then it's... Because you have a waiting period for some things. Yeah. So, I don't know. All very interesting. Me no, no. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, healthcare. Not as good as... Well, it's, it's better than America. 
it's a shambles. So, yep. I'm not sure what they're going to do. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. I don't know. What do you do? I think it's just better to have it in the case of... In case something does go wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be that person, but I know there's pe- pe- I know people that, like, I have friends, like, years ago that I used to go to uni with, and they'd say to me, oh, I don't have money for health insurance. And then I was like, but you get paid more than me. And then they'd be like, oh, but yeah, you know, I've got bills. And I'm like, yeah, I've got bills too. And then I'm like, but it's, you know, even if you're getting the most basic thing, it doesn't have to be with Booba. Just go for someone. Go for Medibank. Go for whoever's, you know, a better price for you. And, you know, just pay freaking 10 bucks a week. And whatever happens, you're going to go to the dentist anyway. It's going to pay for itself. And then she's like, but yeah, but that's my going out money. And then it's like, well, what do you want to do? Do you know what I mean? Different people have different priorities. Yeah. But I've never, ever let my health insurance go. Like, there are, there are things that I budget for, right? I pay for our rent, like my half of our rent. I pay for bills. I pay for food. If I've got anything on top of that where I'm like, oh, hey, I want to pick up a book or two. Like, I've done it and I've gone overboard this last few months, right? Because I haven't been at uni, so I haven't need to pay for a Mikey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't gone anywhere I needed to buy stationery or anything for uni. So I've had like 20 or 30 extra bucks here and there every week or so. But ask me next week and I'll be like, nah, no money, busy, bills, you know, Mikey, all that shit. Yeah. I don't know. Or is that just me? I don't understand. It's pretty crazy. Premiums will change on the April 1st. And oh my God, I forgot to tell everyone that story. Okay. Let me point the picture, paint paint the picture. Michael and I went to get some, like, we needed chicken because we had, we live on chicken. We have like one chicken and veg dish minimum a day, right? We went to Coles because we need to get some vegetables. I need to get corn. I think we got tomatoes. I think we got some we got chicken obviously and I think we got a ton of other stuff maybe some chips too and I didn't realize we're walking on our way out to the on to, uh, we're walking out on the way to Michael's car to leave right and there's this lady that pops out out of nowhere and at this point it was like 5 36 o'clock on a Tuesday night something like that and she was like excuse me can you please help me and she looked distressed right why aren't you participating in this conversation? No, no, the, the, lady, the lady was crazy. <laughs> and so, so I was like, oh my God, you know, she's either lost someone in the shopping center or she just, you know, she's looking for a store. And then she's gone, oh, I'm here for a survey. And I'm like... Yeah, and I, she oh. asked me and I just went, no, I don't want to borrow this. And I had already said yes, do you know what I mean? Because she was like, can you help me? And I was like, yeah, sure, what do you need? Um... And then she was like, like I said, I thought she was either looking for someone or she was looking for a store. And then she's like, oh yeah, do this survey. Where have you shopped today? Literally, I said yes to her, you know, I was like, okay. So I yeah, went to her. Yeah, she like you needed help. And, and then... then she was like, oh, it's just a survey. Where did you shop today? And I said, oh, I've just been to Coles. Okay, bye. And she's like, no, no, no. And then she pulls us over because like a couple of meters away in the corner behind the glass doors. She had like a two chair set up and she had an iPad and she had a lanyard and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like asking me questions. Oh no, before we sat down, she tries to get rid of Michael by saying, you can go put the shopping in the car. That's the men's job. And at this point I got shitty. 
already on the top of the fact that she acted like someone was dying and she needed my assistance. Yeah. And I've gone, excuse me, isn't that a little bit sexist? And then the look on her face when I said that, and she completely ignored me after that. And then she kept asking me these stupid questions like, where do you go for this? Where do you go for that? And I'm like, um... I'm a student that makes less than $20,000 a year, you know. I pay my rent, I buy my food, if I need underwear, if I need bras, I go to Kmart. And then she's like, oh, where do you get your homewares from? And I'm like, homewares? <laughs> but she said hardware. Yeah. I'm 100% certain she said hardware. And I was like, oh, if I needed hardware, I'd go to Bunnings. And she's like, what, what? And then she wanted to know our address. She wanted to know where my parents were born. And then she wants to know my phone number. And our home phone number, I didn't tell her we had a home phone. I was like, no, we don't have a home phone. And she's like, what's your email address? She's like, what's your email address? And I'm like, oh, I'd rather not disclose that. Sorry. I don't want spam. She's like, oh, no, it's not spam. And she goes, then tell me your your phone number. And I've gone, no, thank you. I'd rather not. And she's like, no, 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 just tell me. It's fine. You know, I have to do it for the purpose of the survey. And I've gone, look, I appreciate that. But I'm sorry, no. um, I'm not going to give you my phone number. And she's like, look, I need it, otherwise this whole thing is for nothing. And I'm like, well, you didn't disclose that at the beginning. I wouldn't have wasted your time. You told me the only information you needed to know was where I shopped today. Yeah. And like I said, it was this much. And she's like, oh, how much did you spend? What did you buy? And she's like trying to finger through the bags. And Michael's like pulling the trolley away. Yeah, and-, and Michael is standing there ready to extract me. At any point. And then I'm just like, oh, please, no. And then it was just really weird. And then she's like, oh, here's your free coffee voucher. And I'm like, I don't want the coffee voucher. I told you in the beginning. I was just, you pulled me aside. I didn't know what you were doing. But, you know, I'm a student. I've worked in, you know, I've done topics at uni and worked at faculties at uni where they need data and where you need to do surveys. So I respect that. But um, I'm fine. I don't need, you know, the free coffee voucher. You, It's all right. You keep it for yourself, you know. You've got a tough job here this afternoon, blah, blah, blah. And then did you see her almost put it back in her bag? Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, 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 just take it. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. And then she, like, went to thrust it in your hand and then she dumped it in my hand. And I was like, okay, bye. And I was like, Michael, run away. Yeah, we got out of there quick smart. And then we saw her today as well. And I was like, not going through that door. <laughs> no, and just, it was scary. And she just looked really, really unhappy today. So. Did you see her spot us? I was like, uh-uh, not through this nope, door. Nope, 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 run, 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 run. She wanted to know, like, everything. She wanted to know my personal details. And remember when she was like, what's your name? And I'm like, Steph? Yeah. And then she's like, what's your other name? Not telling. My name is Steph. And then when she wanted my info, and I was like... No, but then straight away, because automatically, you're going out shopping with a man, and he's like, oh my God, you know, you're in a relationship. How many kids do you guys have together? And I'm like, um, we share books. Do they count? But she kept, like, trying to get... Your information, and that's why I was like, no, you know, we're just housemates, we're just friends... He is not participating in this. It's just me. And you she, pulled me aside. And then she's trying to like get rid of me, and that was really shit. So oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't know literally. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't want a bar of it. Like just next time, can you just grab me and drag me next out? Next time, I'll just you know run him down the trolley. <laughs> but anyway, also, do you have anything else to add? To uh, this week's nope, part? That, that's pretty much been this week for me. 
Yep, okay. So now I've just got to try and catch up on some reading. reading. Some reading. Yep, yep. Got to finish Artemis. It's only taken... Artemis. I usually read a lot quicker than this, but, you know. Oh, I'm behind the pool. I'm good there. You've been busy, literally, and when you're not... We haven't been busy, you've been tired. So no one can blame you. But any of guys, thank you so much. I almost said watching again for listening. Um... Like I said, we have now changed to our Tuesday rotation. Yep. Um, I have lectures in the morning on Tuesday, so we should roughly be going live at the same time. So I hope everybody enjoys. What do we have planned for this week? I'm going back to uni on Monday. And also the that gym. is it. Gym starts back Monday. Not this Monday, the Monday the after, because so, I have no Moolah. So I'm going to get heavily back into powerlifting. Yeah. 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 I got to, I got to hit some big numbers this year. You take your time, work to program. Oh yeah, end of year kind of it. stuff. So um, I'm a lot more chillax now. But if we were recording this podcast on Sunday night, I would have a lot less hair because I would have pulled it all out. But I will. We'll talk to you all on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're enjoying. If you guys have anything you want us to discuss, any questions you want to pose, all our information is in the episode notes, so is the quiz. I uh, hope you all have a fantastic week, and we will hear from you guys in the next one. Yes, enjoy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.